0: I am unashamed. What about you? Uh, Sam, you're going to be thinking they're not, they're not theologians. <laughs> you know, they I've could. never
1: claimed to be <laughs> a These theologian. These guys sound
0: like rednecks.
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never claimed to be a theologian either. But, you know, I have been studying for 30 plus years. I would ask you. Almost 40.
1: I would ask you what you did for the fourth, but I was with you you were
2: in fact we were we uh so we had our little get together uh i guess dad you were celebrating uh solo i was i was celebrating all y'all leaving (laughs) and going to the beach with the
0: old women i was saying i'll just hang around here stone stepped up and cooked my meals for a week
2: yeah how was that so you had you had your personal cook and valet jay stone stayed with you when we were all
0: Tell me what the menu was uh, this afternoon. We'll have we're starting at twelve o'clock, but we'll have a pork loin, smoked pork loin. Then he'd say we are having, you know, baby back ribs, then you know, then steak. I mean, he's pretty heavy on the meat line. I know <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He does. Big, <laughs> he's not griller. very big on the
2: veggies. No, he's he's uh, he got into the uh, keto deal when he lost all
1: his weight. And so he's mostly meat. Yeah. He's a meat It's man. like he cooked Kay's baked beans last night, but he said, I took out, she puts sugar in the beans. He said, I took that out. <laughs> he made it more carb friendly. Well, I didn't
2: know. He just told me that. <laughs> yeah. But he did add a lot of bacon in there. Some of them like them a little sweet. Some of them don't. So yeah. he uh, he cooked ribs last night for, we had a little get together at the house, uh, Tony's and Phyllis's son and daughter were down last week, which they, you got to spend some time with Grant and Julie, right? Yep. They, 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 they were in, in and out for about a week. Yep. Which is good. And, uh, so we were making fun of you, Dad, because we were saying the <laughs>
1: we the I ribs. Lied. Lied. We were
2: eating the ribs and somebody said, Boy, these are tender.
1: And so somebody started saying, Too tender, too tender. That's, <laughs> well, the first time Jay, the you remember that first the first time he he, he got a fifty five gallon drum that he's smoking all this meat in. Yeah. And he calls it the you, trash can. He yeah, you think it's something extravagant because the man can grill. Oh yeah. But, and when you go out there and look, he's just got a barrel. And they're just hanging over the side of the inside yeah. the barrel. And so the first time he did that, he rolled out the ribs down there. So everybody's looking at Phil because Phil, <laughs> since you don't have a filter, you're going to tell people what you really think. So he, he's a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah. And so he took a bite and he went, nope. And I was thinking, what could be wrong with this? Because I was eating it thinking he went, nope. Too tender. (laughs) Too too, too tender, which which is something I've never heard before. How do you I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one, Phil? I don't think you can make a rib too tender. So we last night, Jay had each and had little signs that his daughters had made, which had the degrees of spicy and the degrees of tender. And so he had five. He had five plates yeah. or dishes different that racks, that had yeah. different racks of ribs, anywhere from spicy to tender, to medium to, to, to medium to tough. Because <laughs> he's like, this is the fill section. He likes to gnaw on, the bone. on yeah. the bone. and it kind of made me think that it's just hard to please everybody. That's true. Well, we had some of the
2: some of the older ladies there at our deal last night too. So. Had to, you always gotta watch out for them with the spice and all that stuff. So it was good. It was a good little I
1: thought it was it a good was. little get together. You would I thought it was interesting on the beach that Miss K, you know, she's recovering from her bout with Bobo. And she's and doing she quite well, because a is. lot of you're asking, she's she she's is. healing up quite nicely. But so. I noticed that her and her sister, uh, our Aunt Ann, they basically are just they just step out of the house onto the deck that's covered, and they just—that's their place now. <laughs> yep. So we—I and I walked out, and they were just sitting there like they were on their beach. They're close to it. It's just right there. Yeah, yeah it's close. And I thought, you know, because they—they—they they don't have to walk in the sand, and you know, they're kind of getting to that. They place. looked at me. I looked at them because I was thinking, oh, this is your spot. <laughs> and I said, I guess you reach a certain age where just the idea. Of being on the beach <laughs> is as close as you can get. Because right. she obviously couldn't get out in the sun and all. But so everybody, she's just looking at everybody, what are they? 50 yards away. Yeah, about fifty yards. On the beach, but you're in the, up in up a, on the in deck, shelter. The, the
0: more information coming forth from your lips is 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 pretty pretty good proof of why I don't do <laughs> beaches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you could sit up there with the old ladies and just watch you know, that's- well we had a we had a pretty private house so i thought you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do it i finally reached a level where i'm just not embarrassed anymore so You're, i basically mellowed, Jace. Mellowed. I mellowed so i thought you know what i'm fixed to metal detect this beach so i went out there long pants shirt i didn't want to get sunburned <laughs> Oh, he looking about he, the way he, I do now. He was
2: fully camo. I saw him. I got there that morning. You were out there. I was like, Who, who is who <laughs> so is what the, do you find Who's the homeless away? hunter you know, on the
1: beach? Surprisingly, so so here's the, the story I walk out there and I'm beep beep, boop, beep, beep, beep boop. you know, and somebody kept me on my shoulder. I'm like, Because oh, I can't hear <laughs> you. it know, scared me. I jumped. <laughs> and I'm like, They're like, Jase? I'm like, How are all these people? I, it was private. There's nobody around. Well, what I didn't realize is my lovely wife. Takes a picture of me oh, no. out on the beach. Oh no. And, and puts it on social media because oh, no. people kept coming up. No. Saying. So I got back. That's when a I, DED. When I got back in there, I was like, you know, because I didn't know who did that. But they said, I saw where you you had posted that you were doing this. And I said, well, how could I have taken a picture? I'm having an argument with all these people. I said, well, how could I have taken the picture? Because one of them pulled it up and it was me. From somebody had taken a picture, because I was thinking, what idiot would take a picture? And so when I walked in, I said, what idiot would take a picture of me doing this on the beach? And your wife had to speak up. Yeah. And she said, well, I took a picture. and None of these people would have known where we're at on the beach. Wrong. I said, but they just did over and over. But I said all this to say, because I was having a bad attitude about it, and to answer your question, I found lots of change. I mean, lots, but nothing was old. I mean, I had my pockets were full. (laughs) Every time I'd take a step, just clank, clank. These in the penny line, the dime Pennies, quarters, (laughs) dimes, nickels, but nothing old. So it seems like to me there's a lot of people. You realize when you're you're scratching around the beach picking up loose change, you, you're
2: right there. You're right there with the, you know, I'm pretty you're, close. You're a 10 cup and a sign away yep. from being on a corner. You it's know, it's
1: basically a different form <laughs> of being homeless because that's, but you can make way more change there. And so after a while, I thought I'd found a cannonball or something. I dug this four foot hole, but it turned out just to be a weight. That you weighted down like an umbrella or something, which is a cool weight. It's in the back of my truck right now. Yeah, of course. When you was... get
2: close to the end of either Fort Morgan or Gulf Shores, those strips there, there's a, a likely chance you would find something because there, there was a lot going on there during Civil War. I mean, there was a lot coming into the Mobile Bay. They used to have a like in World War One and Two. There was a big base there to protect. Wow, well, that, that's isn't? what got me
1: out there, yeah. and I found nothing. So, well, I'm sure it's been looked over. All well, right, right, yeah. So, but I did have a great conversation, and I wanted to mention this: is I, was, so I'm on the beach metal detecting. My wife has let everyone How know in you? the world that I'm out there. But these three young youths come up there. Of course, I'm got my head down. I just look up. There's there's two guys and a, and a girl, look like teenagers, just looking at me. So I shut my machine off, and I'm like, howdy. <laughs> and this one guy, he said, Jace? I was like, yep. He's like, well, we thought that was you. And I was like, yeah, who who else would look like this? And they said, no, we saw it on social media. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but he said, uh, he said, I just wanted to come over and, and ask you to tell me about Jesus. Hmm. I thought, now this is the kind of... Interact. He was seeking another kind of treasure. Well, right. Yeah. Samuel. And, are and, you listening? And, and so first Samuel? That's Samuel over there. That <laughs> well he
0: wanted to find we out. Have a, of, we have
1: a guest <laughs> that Fresh, you know, asked the fresh same out person. of the fresh out of the river yeah. where he was baptized oh, yeah, yeah. this morning. All right. Well you can tell Samuel us. Samuel showed that. up early. So uh so I, you know, started with the metal detecting and with the Luke fifteen, something I've done before on why Jesus was interacting with Tax collectors and sinners, and he tells the three stories, and what? Since I was metal detecting, and then I made the spiritual parallel, God looking for us, and that was kind of my. He he asked about Jesus, so that's what I that's what I went with. But I thought, you know, this is this is good. I, I like for for people to to walk up and and want to know about Jesus. Of course, he had listened to the podcast some. But I said, well, what about your life? And he's like, well, I went to high school, football player, you know, went through all that. And he said, and basically I went to college, and it was just two years on the party scene. That's what Mm -hmm. he called it, the party scene. I said, well, where'd that get you? And he said, standing on the beach asking about Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm
0: fresh out of college. Okay,
1: yeah. yeah. So that was the – that was the most positive thing I saw. Happen so, on the beach. so Jason and I,
2: we we played golf four <laughs> days in a row. Um, we did a pot, two podcasts from the golf course. You know, we were zooming in uh, with you, Dad. And and by the way, the folks at Peninsula were great and great they host. Were... You treated us great, and uh, so we're playing golf with the young bucks. We're playing with Cole oh, and Reed and that, and Jepico.
1: I didn't know you were going to bring this up, but I'm glad you did because there was a moment on day 4 or you had it on day 3. Yeah, I started but our young bucks now and in they're in their 20 early 20s. And they're in their shape where they could just run through a wall. Oh, yeah. In fact, the first day after we played 18, they said y'all want yeah, to play another nine. You know, for And I said absolutely <laughs> not.
2: Which we <laughs> used to be like them. So, you know, let's let's play some more. Let's play some more. But but were you getting to my injury? Yeah, well, I was just going to say Jay's we started out decent the first day or two, but then the injuries began to mount. I I hurt my elbow.
1: But I started coming on back to my old self you right. know, in round two and three. You right. did notice oh, that. oh yeah. And I beat everybody on like round three, and I thought, you know what, I still got. I'm back. Yep. And I lay, I laid it in the bed that night, thinking, you know, I yep. thought it was over, but I, I think I'm back. Yeah. All, all this is under the guise of fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fun. So we get there the the fourth day, yep. which was turned out to be our last day. And so we decided to switch up teams. We'd actually been very competitive all week mm-hmm. and Cole was playing really good. And so we we call it you give you leave it up to the golf gods who the teams are gonna be. So you throw all the balls up and wherever they land, that's who's on team. So it wound up being Reed and Cole, the Young Bucks, against me, Jace, and Jeff, you know, yeah. who, who are now the old men. And so we were like, Oh, we
1: can take these. I mean, oh, you know, I I, I was injured. I actually but, thought it wasn't fair. <laughs> Because I thought it's three on two experience, and I had been playing awesome the so, day before. So and after- they, they had been, they showed flashes of greatness, but too, too immature, too trying to overpower the golf <laughs> so, course. I thought, no, we're fixing so it. So
2: the competitive juices began to kick in, but. We, me and Jay's both were wearing down yep. as the round went on. They were coming
1: on strong. We're down five at the turn. Down <laughs> five at the turn. And so then I thought, you know, my back's against the wall. I've got to make a move. And I think I was on like hole 12 and I swung my driver and just a pain went all the way down to my ankles from my back. And how was just, I? Was I done, or oh, was I he done? Was done? And I was too. And
2: then Jet was playing terrible, so we just limped in. They won all the money, just throttled
1: us. We just—he actually shot like seventy-four. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought what happened, but when well, I looked at 100. the scores, he was one hundred the turn. I was like. The dude shot seventy-four. Uh-huh. they just outplayed yeah. us. Even if we'd just have been playing our just best, beat we'd beat us Whip into dogs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
2: we so we left there saying this is no country for old men. Yep. That's 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 how we left the we left the whole thing. It was terrible. Yeah.
0: Old age is creeping in. It's creeping in.
2: Let's take a break. So one of the questions we ask a lot on this podcast because one of our sponsors is a sponsor called Home Title Lock. Is can thieves really steal your home's title? So we they've got a testimonial from a thief who stole over 150 homes and was sentenced to 25 years in prison because he was stealing the title and then he was, you know, basically taking loans out and you know, your home you lose it, it's gone. So this is why you need home title. Now, listen to what this guy has to say. home title register your address make sure you're not already a victim and enter the code radio for 30 free days of protection that's home title dot com register your address enter the code radio for 30 free days of protection is going to make sure you still own your home
1: well it made me think what's interesting now is that you know old age we joke about it we we make fun of other people cuz we laugh you know in our family we tend to laugh at other people's misery and it for some reason <laughs> we don't find it <laughs> offensive it's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i saw this jeff bezos you know you, you you know he he stepped down jeff bezos so he I, owns amazon
0: he owns amazon yeah Phil, so, do
2: you know who Jeff Bezos is? He does now. I've
0: heard his name mentioned, but uh, he owns why Amazon,
2: I, why I, so, which makes him the probably why, the richest man in the world. I think yeah. he's worth two hundred billion. Yeah, two hundred
1: billion. Two hundred billion with a B. Well, that's why I don't know him. Don't, I don't run with people <laughs> worth two hundred billion. Yeah. So here's why I'm bringing him up. I found this interesting. I'm like, what do you do with two hundred billion dollars when you basically step down? I mean, do you retire? Do you? so? Here's what he's into which I found interesting and we can discuss this is that first of all he's into space travel and this he's he has I guess this is a ship they have the Blue Origin or I don't know if it's a company uh, I never got that far but they auctioned off the seat beside him for the space travel at a cool 28 million and I brought this up before 28 million just to have the seat beside Jeff Bezos, and they're gonna go Star Trek. Are they Are going into space? They're going into space. Okay. So that's number Does one. Does any of this seem to have gone to his head? Number two, they they're funding labs along with about a hundred other tech companies. You know, Google, and you it just go down the list because they they've run up on a cell called the Synolytic cell that they and figured out if we can get these out of our bodies, and the article I read said, this is what it said, science has perhaps found a way to live forever. (laughs) Well, I clicked on that. (laughs) Somebody, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny you said I said, you know what? And look, I noticed that on, on June 25th, they made a, pretty well, a media blitz to try to get people to donate to these labs, of which Bezos is funding. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what is the groundbreaking evidence that they found because there's excitement here? They're trying to get people to pour money into these science labs because they perhaps found a way to live forever. I was like, ooh, what's happened? Well, they had some mice, and a couple of them, they, they restored the vision of a couple mice, which – I kept reading for something else, but that was pretty well it. So they, so they said we got two a couple blind, blind mice. mice. <laughs> I'm not making this up. You got <laughs> two blind mice. Like a fairy tale that they restored their vision. But I thought, well, haven't human beings been working in the eye <laughs> vision world to? Haven't we done that before? I think so. I mean, yeah, yeah I've said. Okay. Yeah. Well, just. Wasn't, wasn't sure. I don't know that we appeal blind people, but yeah, there's, there's been some work. So here's, here's what you probably see where I'm going with this, because I thought you got $200 billion. You think, you know, you you figured out how to sell a bunch of crap all over the nation through Amazon and you become one of the most powerful people on the earth.
0: And you begin to realize
1: you're going to die. That's it. You're like, well, what do I do with all this money? Well, you basically look around at the planet and think, this is probably not going to be here that long. And you look at your body and say, this is probably not going to be here that long. And so you got to try to figure out how to either leave or how to extend your life. Well, in the course of me doing all this research, because I got into this, I spent about three hours reading up on all this stuff. And they, you know, they found this company called Unity Biotech, you know, where where they said that they might get you 150 years, but through generations, they believe that perhaps you can get to live forever. I mean, the title says, look, science found a way to live forever. But when you start reading in the details, they're like, maybe 150 years, if we're lucky. But here's what I found fascinating, and this is what I want to get you all to. Uh, attention on i I told al before we started i said i want to get your attention on this because throughout the message boards on this media blitz about science finding the way to live forever you know what surfaced was a lot of the people who are not believers they didn't like the idea of living forever and and they here here were the five reasons that popped up in the message board. You got to remember, I'm now in a in a, in a place where it's not really believers. They have this exciting new drug that may or may not find a way to stop aging. So the number one thing was, well, where are we going to live? If you if you find a way to live forever, because it's even like we started talking about July 4th and all this. These are the same people that um I noticed in a. Because it happened to be around July fourth, they were also against fireworks because they say, "Well, it destroys the environment." So no fireworks. No fireworks. So these are the people that says, "Okay, the Earth, you know, it's deteriorating. So if you have a drug that we can live for where are we going to live?" So people were Which upset leads about to that.
2: the space travel, I guess. Bezos, that that's we got to find another planet to live on because. You know, we're, we're destroying this one. That's the The, the, the quest for immortality,
0: uh, I would think this is rich ground. Uh, this grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. This was all worked out in advance, but uh, no scientist needed. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior. That's 2,021 years ago. I'm reading from Second Timothy 1. Christ Jesus who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Now, it's a simple statement. It's either a crock and a bunch of bull, or it's true. I'm looking at this thinking, you don't need $200 billion to figure this out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you, well, can, you can just say, well, I went through the fifth grade and someone told me that this person named Jesus Christ showed up and took away my sins and gave me, guess what, life beyond the grave. And yeah. amazingly, it's free. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know well, how that would stick with them, but I would think at some point the Bezos types of people that you described there, we help make him that two hundred billion a little bit. He sells our, I mean, he moves our duck calls, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Amazon, they sell. It. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So, so wasn't it like this was some. He just took stuff. I called it crap. So I would, go, say, Jeff, I would say Jeff. I would say
0: Jeff, Mr. <laughs> Bezos. Remember, we're helping you become a billionaire, two hundred billion. Well, We have to do so. that, rednecks. He, he but he's Well, I don't know. He's go to your, to your kin folks. Not go to your kin folks but we're trying to help you be a very wealthy man. But while we're at it, there's a person who showed up who can give you immortality, Jeff, and it's free, dude. You don't have to get on the
1: spaceship. That's where I was going with it. Well, you know what the number two deterrent for their drug to live forever was? No,
2: one is where the, we're going to live. We, we If we live forever, Yeah, where are we going to live? Gonna live? Wh-
1: which what I'm saying is we have that covered. Yeah, There's a little place called heaven. I know we hadn't been there. Yeah. New the heavens thing. and a
0: new earth come in the home of okay. righteousness. That's where
1: you live. <laughs> We've answered these problems. But what I thought was, was fascinating is that they, all the reasons that Jesus is so appealing, they're they're living out these problems in message boards and space travel and different things. Well, number two was, yep. and these weren't a lit. I, I compiled this list based on reading all the message boards on the articles. Right. I thought the number two thing was this kept coming up. Well, if you alleviate death and suffering, then there's no material for William Shakespeare, Beethoven. They had all these people. <clears throat> and even a scientist said this. Or the New Testament. He used, if you take that away, well, then, I mean, you got to realize we we wouldn't have material like Shakespeare. I thought, what's going on (laughs) here? And they even brought up the New Testament. They're like, we need this for music and art and motivation. Death, you mean? Death and suffering. Death and suffering.
2: (laughs) Man, what a way to view. Well, that's a really interesting take there.
1: Look, I didn't, I didn't uh, go into it with any kind of agenda. I just noticed it kept coming up because I thought, well, wait a minute. When you come up on me, you use that as an excuse. Because wasn't that your when people search? You you did the few weeks ago. You
2: did the people search for who who's God or whatever. Exactly. And the first one of the first things was why
1: is there human suffering? Why does God hate me? Yeah. Why that's the argument? Why they're not coming? But when they have a drug, the magic <laughs> pill, then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, I don't know if I really want to live forever anyway because I'm writing a lot of good material about people bouncing back from death and suffering or right. And you say bouncing back like from a death of a loved one or look, I'm I'm not here to judge, I'm just here to report. So that was number 2, which I found fascinating. Number 3 was overpopulation. They're like, "Well, then we would have to, we got to figure out what we're going to do. There's going to be too many people. Yep. So there'll be no procreation, which yep. which you know where I'm going with that, which when the guys came up to Jesus, where's that, Matthew 22, maybe, where he says, they said, well, what happens if a guy's married seven times, or a woman is married seven times? Whose husband will she be at the resurrection? and?" The same issue that happened 2,000 years ago in a conversation with Jesus. Of course, Jesus, he didn't really explain it, but he just said, you don't know the power of God or the scriptures that people will neither be given in marriage at the resurrection. So he's already got that taken care of somehow. So I thought that was fascinating. Number four was just plain out boredom. And it came up over and over. And they're like, well, I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, after a while, you would just get bored, which I thought, yeah, because if you really, when you look at our lives, what is our purpose for being here? I think my purpose for being here is God using me despite my flaws to share Jesus to the world, just like that beach when them those three came up.
0: For 40 years, I've been telling people, based on my look at the big picture on your item number four, there get so bored. Peace of mind is a rare commodity among human beings. Peace of mind. And they, they, they think, well, if I could live forever after about, you know, a couple of million years, I'm going to be bored with the That whole That's thing. it.
1: That was the thought.
0: Yeah. yeah. Therefore, it'd be better. I'd be better off dead. I guess it's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, hope, <laughs> hope is a dangerous thing.
1: <laughs> hey, I was fascinated.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, let's take another break. So, well, Jace, how'd you sleep on uh, at the vacation house? Did you sleep well? Did you? Was your bed comfortable? You know, one of the hardest things about staying in like a you know beach house or something is you're never quite sure you're going to get a good bed. Or, I slept pretty good, except for the night. The air condition went out. Ooh, that's not good. (laughs) The bed doesn't really matter when the air's out. Beds are optional at (laughs) that point. You're going to be miserable. Well, part of the reason I love sleeping at my house, just like you, Dace, is because at our house, we have Helix uh, mattresses. One of our sponsors, uh, Helix Sleep. Uh, which has fantastic mattresses. Of course, I have my own place down there now, so I know I'm going to not have any problems. If yeah. you had back problems, been, it could have been you weren't sleeping on your Helix. So here's what you do if you want to check out Helix Sleep. You go to helixsleep.com slash unashamed. You're going to take a two-minute sleep quiz. They're going to customize a mattress that fits what you like, a little firm, a little soft. You know, Everybody likes a little bit different. There's a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free which is great. So if you don't like it, they'll pick it up, but you will. Helix is also offering up to $200 off all mattresses and two free pillows for our unashamed listeners. So go to helix slash unashamed. That's Helixsleep.com slash unashamed for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Let me read that verse. Jess. I found it. You're right. It's Matthew 22, 29. So when they asked him about these, who, who would she be married to in heaven? You're in error, Jesus said, because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God, which is what a what a statement. Uh, at the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Yeah. That was his answer back to him. Yeah. Yep. You even
0: though they supposedly had had died in his in God's eyes, He said,
2: "No, they're right. not dead. They're exactly. still alive." Which is really the whole point about this, Jase, is that we we understand the process of eternal life actually begins once we die to sin, even though we're still going to face physical death unless He comes back first. The process has already started, I and mean, the right. Holy Spirit is the deposit guaranteeing the inheritance of eternal life. So. In, from God's perspective outside of time, which is what Jesus is talking about, he, he already knows the whole thing. That's why he says it's... The a-
0: last thing on planet Earth that I would be uh, singing the blues about is, uh, oh, good night. Looks like I've come out of this thing immortal. That's a bummer. Yeah. I well, can- <laughs> you know what
1: was strange? Is, <laughs> I can't see it. Is the fifth thing, which was the irony of having a lack of purpose I mean, if you wanted a title, I would say that. But it was all these people saying our whole purpose now is to find a way to live forever. That's what the whole article was about or space travel or there's, like I said, hundreds of these high-power tech companies funneling all this money into these science labs trying to find a drug that stops aging. Well, that's their purpose. But if you... If you figured that out, they were like, "Well, then we would have no purpose, or a, purpose, <laughs> a plan, or a place." What they, exactly. what they we don't have a purpose, a plan, or a place. What they
0: miss is Samuel is seated over here, fresh out of the waters, the baptism. So that happened an hour ago. Well, so tell us that. So story. there he sits. I'm, I'm very motivated, and am very happy to know that he found immortality. That's right. Uh, it, it, it was about him this morning. That's right. And I, you say, well, you were pointing him to the one who could give him life and immortality, like the Apostle Paul said to Timothy. Well, yeah, I found one this morning. You said, he just come out, just showed up. Mm-hmm. Been around here for a while, but somebody was trying to run around him up and find out what exactly is going on. But but now he found life and immortality, and I'm fired up about it, and, and it was for him. Right. I think we never delve so deep as to get beyond ourselves when you get to talking like a Jeff Bezos, Jase.
1: Well, I think the problem is, it's, it, uh, is our your, brains can't it's selfish uh ambition. Yeah. Our brains can't deal with just being just being. So when Jesus said, you know, his his famous nickname is I am before Abraham was I Am. Where is that? John eighty said that. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 13.8, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So evidently, when the Holy Spirit that's inside us resurrects our body and we go through this transformation process, time is no longer a factor. So it's not like you're getting bored or you're waiting, you just are, because you're Many, like Jesus. <clears throat> Many
0: people go across the, these United States of America looking for places of beauty and they'll hold some back, beginning with old Teddy Roosevelt, Begin to hold large expanses back undisturbed so people can go to them, drive up, get their camera, and take pictures of them. See what they look like. But uh, I'm, I'm saying that perhaps there's a, a vehicle, immortality, so that you could just go across a very large cosmos and view a lot of other planets, 10 times the size of Earth, a 1,000 times the size, and you can say, check this one out. Take a look at this one. What about that one? And you can just move along and travel as long as you wanted to. Immortality's yours. Can you imagine what you would see by just traveling out through the cosmos?
1: Oh, yeah. But the only way you could travel long distances, you would have to have improvements on your body.
0: Yeah, that's what the resurrection's all about. But by the time you a get glorified it. body, you say glorified, uh, glorified. What? It's a dimension that—that's right. a whole other. Not- well, if you had
2: the power to <coughs> just go through doorways and called dimensional, you know, we, we talk about three D. I think they've identified now twelve dimensions now. Yeah, but there's way more. The, yep. and so you can just step into here and you'll show up somewhere else you know it's the science fiction i personally about think it would
0: be a pretty good bunch of fun
2: oh yeah i, I wouldn't mind it <laughs> <Just> <laughs> taking a little zip around the you know around the cosmos, around the cosmos see what's happening let's let's take another break but one thing that's interesting jay to so your to your point which is excellent is that god said he did have a plan before he created it so from a biblical perspective there was always a plan yeah which then gave mankind a purpose Yep. from the beginning on and this there's a place he said you know i got it covered so all the answers they don't have for
1: trying to increase this lifespan he
2: already had laid out
1: yeah that's what i found fascinating is one of their rules that that got or foundations that started this venture is that they found like a turtle or a shark that was 400 years old. And they're like, well, the law, the way they put it was, the law of biology is not applying to this shark or this turtle. This thing's 400 years old. So how, if that's possible, then we got to, so they're studying the shark and the turtle thinking, well, there's something in their cells so what they're looking at, I'm what, like, what gave him four hundred years? That's right. And so they're like, let's test this on these poor mice because you know the a lot of them they're just killing, you no, know, because they're like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> Get some more mice. <laughs> oh, we healed too. They can see we're on to something. But I thought it was pretty barbaric and brutal that you know they're killing a lot of mice during these testing procedures. Which what happened to all this? Oh, we're just one big creation and. Happy La La Land, you know. Well, but they're it? trying to find that different avenue. Which to finish my point, which I think is God's way in through creation to show us that yes, there is there. It, since He's a creator, you do see things that doesn't make sense about life, and you're like, oh, it, it there. There's possible if you can make find the creators. See, what
0: see at. to it. Paul told the Colossians that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on in Christ so you read that and you say there's a lot of hollow and deceptive philosophy floating around out there Al, it's a train it's, load.
2: well so the bible the bible <clears throat> deals with age span because when you read the first six chapters of Genesis, the early people, and I think it's because whatever they were eating in that fruit, supplied them with like superhuman genetics that allowed them. Because some of the they, animal they world they lived too. a thousand years. The animal. animal world too, right? Everything lived longer and grew bigger. So, so they, so they're living <laughs> nine hundred plus years. Well, then the flood happens, and we get back down. And we reboot the earth with yep. one family. Yep. And God says, All right, we're not gonna have the low lifespan anymore. Now it's gonna be you know, about 150 years. Most of those patriarchs. Yep. You know, that's how long Abraham lived. You know, that's Noah lived about 150 years, which is kind of interesting that that's the number, Jace, that they're saying wow. they can get back to. But yep. then you read along in Psalms and God said, No, it's too long. We're gonna cut it back some more. You know, now David yeah, said was
1: that at? it said three score and it ten. was it was uh, Psalm
2: 90. Where he says, you know, seventy years, eighty if you have some strength, yep, you know, so that's now so the new normal, which is from exactly the scientific
1: where we are. angle of that. He was probably limiting the senolytic cells that were being produced in your body through the eating of the fruit on the tree. Yeah, and so I'm like, I got an answer for you. That's it. <laughs> that's
2: it. Which,
1: which again, the science
2: of what they're talking about lines up perfectly with God saying, hey, I am science. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I,
1: I I I am science. I started He's the, the author of science. The whole thing. Well, what's fascinating on some of that was is some of the other scientists commenting on the scientist articles were like, DNA's the key. They're, they're they're having these discussions. They're like, it all comes back down to DNA. And I'm like, oh, so now you're claiming that as something you came up with. This, yeah. this sophisticated code that's in our bodies that you had absolutely nothing to do with. You just observed that there's a code in each of our cells. And you're like, that's the key. That's it. So I'm like, but you didn't create that <laughs> DNA. You're just observing the DNA. It was they're like, like, "Yeah." If we can change that DNA, I'm like, well, how about just write one yourself? <laughs> Put it in a little package then put it in your body, and if you can come up with that, and they're like, well, hundreds of years from now, maybe we can, and then we can live forever. But that's why the tech industry is the
2: ones that think they can do oh, it. Oh, that's right. Because they write code for the computer. So they're that's like, it. well, we can come up with all this stuff. Surely we can come up with a code to extend human life that's and all that. It. I mean, that's their thought process.
0: What this conversation is leading to is there are some erroneously saying we are God. Yeah. That's
1: right. That's
0: basically what. That was my whole their point. message. That's
1: what two hundred billion follow dollars. us.
0: You know, we are God. Yeah, this this immortality thing. It's a little tricky, but we'll we'll figure it but out. But
2: doesn't that line up with? The we f- can do anything. Doesn't that line up with the first lie that Satan said? You will not surely die. You will be like God. I mean, that's what he told Eve, right? I mean, so the whole thing, we come forward in 5,000 years. Selfish
0: ambition runs far and runs wide,
1: uh, It does. I, I think it comes back down to when in Matthew 19, a guy came up to Jesus, and he said, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? And Jesus, you know, has this conversation about the commandments.
0: Give up the, the two hundred billion, there, yeah, yeah. He got to the end <laughs> and he said,
1: "I tell you what, sell the two hundred billion, give it all away, and yeah. come follow me." And he's like, uh, 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 "But that's how I was going to be the most powerful thing on earth." That's right. And what I find fascinating is. Because then he gets into this conversation with the disciples, and they start talking about how hard it is for a rich person (laughs) to go to heaven. And And obviously,
2: they looked up. They looked at this guy and thought, "Well, he's way better than us." Right. You know, they're kind of a ragtag group. You know, because they're just like, I mean, if he can't, if he can't get this done, who, who? who?" You know, that's the way. That's the way they took it. Hey, James, before you read that, let's
1: take a break. So he gets to 25 and he says, well, who then, the disciples say, well, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, this is Matthew 19, 26, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things- Jeff, Jeff did get the memo. (laughs) Yeah, but with God, all things are possible. And I think what you just saw in the science world and the technology world and the, the rich person world, $200 billion rich, they're trying to pull off the impossible. Literally. And you and I didn't fabricate any of those stories. That's what the man's doing right now. Yeah. He's gonna travel space and we're gonna cure old age. <laughs> well, I looked it up, Jay. So this
2: on the Scientific American, here's the title. It's just what he said. But listen to how generic humans could live up to 150 years, comma. New research suggest. I mean, that's new research
1: suggests so and you know. i read the research but look a lot of the articles cuz they do the same thing in the media it's like when you whisper to somebody in a classroom like we can live forever and and you do that around the paragraph look, look. it's it's you don't need god <laughs> yeah but by the time you get to the end everybody whispers to each other by the time you get to the end of it you got a person stand up and says, "Science has found the cure for old age." <laughs> <That's>, you know, <laughs> right. so so there's a picture attached to the article, and it's of
2: an old French woman. Her name was Jean Chalmi, and she's smoking a cigarette and she's drinking a little glass of red wine. And it says on her 117th birthday. So there's a picture. She hundred. She lived to be 117. Uh, well in this picture she lives five more years 122 she's the record holder for the longest lifespan at least I guess since they've been keeping up with it so she did it by smoking a cigarette and drinking a glass of red wine every day <laughs> Life is full of turns and twists. I mean, I don't know that, you know, science is going to get us to that point where we say, you know, all I need to do is smoke a cigarette. I'll
0: I'll make a bet with (laughs) y'all, myself included. And you can throw old JB into a Jeff Bezos, whoever he is. You can throw him in the mix and you say, I tell you what, Jeff, when you get to be 100, send us a memo. (laughs) That's right. Just when you reach the 100 mark. Yeah. Because, you know, you got 200000000000 billion. You got it figured out. Right. DNA, rewrap some, do the sales and all that stuff. You say, get back with me when you're 100 and tell me how you feel.
2: I remember about, uh, what was it, 30 years ago, the big thing was if you cut off your head and freeze it, put it in some kind of, you know, cryogenic freeze, and then one of these days somebody figure out how to, no, it. Oh, that's, uh, that's, it. that's, that's not it.
1: thirty years ago. That's like 3 there's that's still because yeah. those things popped up also. No, they, they, can, really. they can
0: keep you about thirty-two degrees. A lot of them have tried it. When medical technology catches up in another couple hundred years, they'll thaw you out, give you a few spare parts, jumpstart you, and you'll rock on. Well,
1: now the big thing is if you can make it till two thousand and fifty. If you can just <laughs> if, <laughs> hold, if you can hold preserve on. your body, old. Yeah, till then they're yeah. like, we're pretty sure that's yeah. pretty sure <laughs> suggest that we can put robotic parts, of course. But you're going to have to replace everything with robotic parts at that point.
0: I would just simply say playing God
2: is at best uh, quite the quite the endeavor. <laughs> there was a there was a uh, animated show. There is an anime show, I guess alone called Futurama. I used to watch. And it was this, the setup was it was set in like two thousand a pizza delivery guy that was just a complete idiot winds up being frozen or something and he wakes up and it's three thousand so it's like a thousand years later and so he's trying to adapt and it was pretty clever show but in the show they had the heads there's like a whole museum of heads of famous people that had cut their heads off well now they found a way to animate the heads but they're just floating in a jar so you had all these. You know, it, people. You know, Richard Nixon, and so they did all these things. But I thought arms and legs would have helped. <laughs> I mean, who wants to be a head floating in a jar,
1: even if you could be reanimated? I just,
2: I just don't think that sounds like the
1: kind There's of. There's a life. thin line of having hope. And being some kind of serial killer, I guess, you know, direct. Because if you walked into a building and you saw a bunch of heads floating in jars, you would think somebody needs to be arrested. (laughs) Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. I'm calling 911. Oh, no, they got a plan. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I, I guess my whole point is as much persecution in our council culture as we take as being humble. Believers and followers of Jesus. Well, you know, we have a book that's based on history. Yep. You know, 41 writers over a span of how many years? 5,000 years at least, yeah. you know, of, of human history. And we have history, and all the dots are connected in Jesus being the Son of God. And it produces an answer to all these problems. Yep every one of them from overpopulation to what are we going to do to death itself. Yeah. To space travel. And it seems big, but small to DNA, to the creation, to sharks being able to live 400 years old. Some of them, because they were created by a, a, a being that's eternal. Yep. And so I'm like, why? why are you, why are you picking on us? When you're trying to do the same stuff, you're spending all your money that you made, your hard-earned money, in trying to find the things that we found for free. I,
0: I, my lesson yesterday, this is my notes. Well, that's, I,
1: if you're listening, he has, there's about one, five, two, three, four, five,
0: lines seven five of, seven seven of just seven You say, what does those five things say? Acts 1, he'll come back. In the same way you've seen him go. Yep. One. Then Hebrews 9, by one sacrifice, uh, to take away the sins of many people, he will appear a second time, not to bear sin. He's already covered that. But to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Then you get the first 20. Christ has indeed been raised to dead. The end will come. He'll hand us over to God the Father. Then, first doesn't say that. I just read them, those verses. I read them. I said, You need to be, uh, live such a life that when this thing ends, you look up and the heavens park and you see Jesus and his mighty angels. You need to have been leading such a life as you run toward him and not away from him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, Most are going to flee. But, but the ones who are point. waiting on him, they, that's they say. That's a good point.
1: Every movie that has the natural disaster scene or whatever, everybody's always running away. That's know? it. So when this happens, you know, the weird sky look, and here it comes. A out.
0: handful will They're move all toward, all running toward And toward everybody him. else is saying, let's go hide. Yeah. That's right. But Nowhere there, to go then, though. There is no hiding.
1: When you hear the when you hear the trumpet, run forward. Isn't it, Philippe? He has
0: set a day when he will ju- set a day. When he will judge this world with justice, he's given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. So have that have that firmly implanted in your mind and a life living accordingly to that. And uh, you'll be okay. So isn't it
2: Philippians 2 that says when he comes back, every knee will bow? And that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean just the ones who believed in him. The I guilty mean, will bow. Every every knee will bow. Every knee will bow. And and, and y'all get an Jace,
0: get that message to old
2: uh, Bezos. I think we just did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, somebody in Bezos' circle, pass that along, please. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes, and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes.